Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrity CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. It's important to understand that everybody travels a different path to success. That is because your brand is different. The challenges you face in your life are different. So stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. It's very important that you hear me when I say that. Now, you can be motivated by their success. Read it. Understand it. But don't try to copy it because their stories can offer other directions that may not be a benefit to you. But they can't allow you to set your goals and your planning and give you committed effort. My next guest is a, a young man who's always been on the journey and known him for a long time, Dr. Frederick Jacobs. He holds a number of degrees, including a bachelor's in business administration, a master's in counseling, and two doctorate degrees in theology and counseling. He is also a pastor. Dr. Frederick Jacobs is the CEO of Celebrity Soul Food, the fastest growing soul food change in America. The varied menu features local flavors and caters to a diverse crowd, including meat lovers, vegetarians, and vegans. He is putting the restaurant brand on the fast track for a 200 location roll out goal. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Dr. Frederick Jacobs. Good sir. How are you? <laughs> Look at that smile. Love it, man. Look at that. That's why I, that's why I had to go on video. Uh, this smile cannot be seen in audio. How you doing, my friend? <laughs> Mr. McDonald, first of all, let me tell you, I'm absolutely excited and it has been such a long time since we've seen each other. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's why I, I had you on my show, PJLH 102.3 out in LA, absolutely. which is all my speedy wonder. And I, I have to tell the whole world because this is my claim to fame and my testimony, man. Not only has God been amazing, but you, sir, you mm -hmm. changed my life and blessed my life because I made this commitment to you on radio mm -hmm. about what I was going to do at this nature. And you told me about focus. You told me even about the things that you intro with just now about, listen, you know, being transparent, owning your lane, owning your world, be mm -hmm. yourself, be authentic mm -hmm. and go after everything that you're skilled and you're promised and passionate about. And I did that, my friend, and that's why I'm standing here today. And I'm, I'm excited about it. Well, you should be excited. First of all, I'm proud of you because our, our journey goes way back, you know, to the catering days, you know, when you had the one title of chef. Tell everybody about that moment. And because it's a proud moment for me because of the fact that, that's what I do, man. I meet people and I encourage them to seek their greatness and allow them to understand that hard work tied to that passion can can have this conversation we're having today about a 200 restaurant rollout. Talk about that first initial contact. Well, I mean, that first initial contact, first of all, <laughs> uh, you, you found me. Uh, literally, I was catering at the time for this uh, celebrity that I catered for uh, Steve Harvey mm -hmm. when I uh, when I kind of did the first. And just the fact that, you know, you did something for me that I feel like many people uh, struggle in or they don't do. And I think this pandemic really should have put people in priorities because out of all the things that you was busy doing, you took a second and you stopped in the middle of everything. And I'm talking about we in an arena and everything was pushing and moving. <laughs> and you stopped and you saw something in me and you had a conversation with me and you cared enough uh, to see in my life mm -hmm. uh, and to and to hear mm -hmm. uh, and to evaluate and to inspire me. And it, it literally, it, it changed my life. My first encounter with you was absolutely what I needed. It said, listen, stop dreaming, get up, get pushing, get moving, because you can do something great. And so well, my first encounter, man, is a, it's been an amazing, it's been an well, amazing you know, Well, thank you. The, the beauty of who you are, man, is that uh, you wanted to know 
how to be great, how to be successful, how did the food taste, did it meet the standards? You know, a lot of people, they don't want to hear any potential negative statement or any particular criticism. And there was nothing negative, but you're willing to hear that. And that's why you're in the position now. So you're in the middle of COVID. Nobody saw COVID coming. You know, I had all kind of I had different plans for 2020. They got kicked to the curb. Now you are in the restaurant business and California. Talk to us about the man, the, the drama that came over your dream. Well, I'm going to tell you something. You know, what I'm really proud to say and I'm thankful about is not only working the principles that I knew to do in the skill set, but meeting people like yourself. You know, I look at scalability. You know, when I looked in the marketplace, even, you know, certainly been in the pandemic, I looked in the industry and I saw a gap. I saw that in all these years, no one had never emerged as a leader. No one had never scaled what I call scale the pinch. And mm -hmm. so I got in my lane. I, I, I became very focused. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I did what you said. I didn't, uh, I didn't try to be the Joneses. I became the Joneses. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. I got in my pocket mm -hmm. and I started working it. And, you know, amidst the pandemic, we have grown about 140%. Mm -hmm. And we did that by finding a place in the marketplace, working our skill set, staying focused, but people get stuck. And what we're doing is we're providing a vehicle for people who, in the midst of this pandemic, I think they situated their priorities and say, you know what? I've been dreaming. I've been working for others. I've been doing all types of things, but I've done nothing for myself. You know, right. at the end of the day, I've not moved forward in my dreams and my passion. Mm -hmm. And so the people that I encounter today is I help them get unstuck. I help them move forward in their lives, much like you did to me. So I'm really paying homage and thank you by working in my gift, saying thank you for taking time for me as I take time now for us. Well, I'm taking time again to promote your brand because the you're so credible to me. So let's talk about the, before we get to the menu, let's talk about the celebrity soul food story because the menu is, uh, is diverse, meat lovers, vegetarian and vegans, which lets me know why you've been successful because that vegan has been a big push during the pandemic. Vegetarian menus have been a big push during the pandemic because we all know during COVID-19, African-Americans, they're not saying it publicly, but African-American and people over 65 were overtly affected by, and still is being overtly affected by the pandemic. Right. That's why Trump was still holding rallies because he knew his fan base wasn't African-Americans. So with that being said, you launched the Celebrity Soul Food Store. Tell us how that dream came about and how we got to the day before we get into the menu. Well, you know, for me, um, I, I think I, I wanted to make sure that soul food actually get its rightful place in history and, and it really get paid homage to. Mm -hmm. because I'm going to be honest with you, and it's just true transparency as a CEO, it's been it's been served so poorly. You know, I, I thank God for all those who have preceded me. Uh, the mom and pops, I think, is amazing. Uh, our grandmothers and great-grandmothers have done amazing, but that is why I'm here. I don't I don't stand, uh, I'm not creating history, I'm standing on the back of history, but I mm -hmm. am saying we have skill sets, we're innovative, we are authentic, but it's time to scale it. It's time to make sure that soul food go up there with all the other great cuisine. You know, we, we're everywhere, but no one ever want to give us credit. And then the mm -hmm. other side to it is, then we put those uh, type of places in some of the poorest locations in the communities. Mm -hmm. Soul food deserves uh, to be presented in the, the element that it, it really needs to be, which is greatness. Soul food for me is much more served than just herbs and spices. Soul food for me is like, I, was, I remember being at my grandmother's house and I was small and I was sleeping. And right. I, I went to sleep because it was raining outside and I couldn't play. And all of a sudden this aroma, uh, it just woke me up. And mm -hmm. I went in the kitchen, my mom and grandma was in there and I was tasting this pound cake and it was amazing. And all of a sudden, Rashad, 
the, the sun came back out. That's so cool. And people all around the world got stories like that. Right. All kinds of cultures that mm-hmm. they remember mama, they remember mm-hmm. grandmother, the things where they were and what they was doing when they was tasting that amazing dish. So it's the stories that's getting ready to be lost. And I'm going to make sure as the new manager of Soul, that's not happening. We belong in prime locations. We belong in an innovative uh, way to present the dish. So they all, they all can know how great really soap is. Well, you know, it's really great hearing you talk with passion, talking with a plan, because let, let me just talk about me when I go into a soul food restaurant, you know, is that, you know, I love a, uh, I love a vegan plate because some, some, some restaurants you go into, you go, you go full vegetables plate with cornbread. And so I get the black eyed peas over white rice or I get the, uh, the okra and the, and the tomatoes. Oh man, oh, come on now. Starting, starting to get hungry now. The, the yams, <laughs> which is always pay a little bit extra for the, for the yams. You know what I'm saying? Pay a little extra for that yam and the sweet corn. So, but there's, 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 explain to me. There is southern food. There's soul food. Now, what is the difference? Or it's the same thing, just been renamed as Southern food. Okay, first of all, it's absolutely not the same. Okay. You know, they have this little saying, uh, sir, that says that uh, <laughs> uh, everything's Southern, ain't soul food, and everything's soul food absolutely can be Southern. Tell us, <laughs> doctor. Come on, doctor. Talk to us. The has been told wrong. You got to understand, my, my, my mother and my, my grandmother particularly, uh, is African American and also of Indian descent. Okay. And with that being said, you got to understand that when the, when 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 African Americans came to what I call the New World over here, is that vegan and vegetarian and keto was very familiar to them. You got to understand, salty and preservatives was added later to the mm-hmm. cuisine. So when you're talking about uh, vegan, vegetarian, or what we call authentic dishes of uh, the traditionalists, it's really not far fetched. We, you know, I think the things that uh, people are doing now is they're either trying to become one or the other. Either they're all the way, if I can be honest, completely unhealthy, mm-hmm. or they're going to vegan and vegetarian. That's not what we're doing. We're innovating when we're training. What we're doing is we have not even a healthy option. We are healthy all the way through, meaning we use premium items. Mm-hmm. We get uh, we present premium dishes mm-hmm. uh, in vegan, vegetarian, and I in authentic ways that all can partake right. in the entire menu. So when we start talking about this, you're really going to be shocked because it's really second to none. What I want to know is how can something be so great and so rememberable, but it got to kill you at the same time? Absolutely not. Right. We mm-hmm. are a no pig, no pork zone. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> but many people try not to lose the flavor. We're mm-hmm. trained shells. If you're going to lose the flavor, we present this is an amazing route. But guess what? You ain't got to have high blood pressure behind you. And that's what, that's the, I guess the, um, the moniker that's tied to soul food, you know, the, the, the heavy salt, like I said, overseasoned, which leads to high cholesterol, which leads to high blood pressure. But like I said, when I saw your menu, it, you know, we got the meat lovers, like you said, but you had vegetarian and vegan. That's a different style of cooking. Talk about your background as a chef, which really gave you the, not only just not stamping your name as the CEO of this franchise, but you understand the menu and how to put these menus together. Let's go and give you credit for that. Let's talk about that. Well, you know, one of the things I did, and this is where I can really pay homage to uh, to some great people. It, um, you know, when I, when I started on this journey, not only did I train under some of the best chefs in the country, mm-hmm. but I spent five years traveling throughout the United States, all the way from Alabama, Louisiana, Mississippi, Florida, talking to some grandmothers and great-grandmothers and sitting down with them, learning, first of all, before I put my hand to these dishes, what's the authenticity of the dish? What's the history of the dish? How did this all come about? 
Then what I did is, uh, Rashad, I speak, because this is where it gets tight, but this is why I want to be honest and be open with people, because it's hard work. And when I met you, you didn't tell me it would be easy. You told me put in the work, mm-hmm. invest in yourself. So mm-hmm. what I did is I spent over $1.6 million going into a kitchen, scaling that pitch, because you got to remember, back in the day, all they told us was, hey, I put love in a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You can't scale that. Mm-hmm. See, unscalable business. Mm-hmm. See, so what I did is I, I spend the resources and I invested in myself. I invested in this project and we went into the kitchen and we got the nutritional facts. Then what I did is I leveraged the relationships so that we can get a whole of the premium items, the premium oils, the premium flowers, the things that are necessary that take you to the next level. And that's what we present to our franchisees and to this world. We are not grandma's food. We are grandma 2.0. We grandma on steroids. Best believe that way. Well, this one. We take the the authenticity Mm -hmm. of the and we elevate it and we innovate it so that, you know what, it can be presented with all the other great uh, culinary cuisines. Well, this 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 was excites me. I, I've seen taco restaurants expand, Mexican restaurants expand, hamburger, chicken. Oh, in my lifetime, I've seen Popeyes grow. I've seen Chick Fil A explode yes. in my lifetime. You know what I'm saying? I've seen Golden Corrals go across this country. You know, and so now, but why now? Why why hasn't that happened? The, the, was it was it the technology? Was the, the the principle? Like you said early in the conversation, a lot of times quality restaurants like that are buried deep in the black neighborhoods. You know, they don't they don't have the sense of technology saying that we we're going to do DoorDash, we're going to do Uber, we're going to have have the technology when you walk up there you got iPads and all these things what did you see did, what research did you say that, that set out and you say man we can do this this is time for uh, uh, this is our time this is a celebrity soul food time well you know one of the things that I saw is Rashad and again this goes back to and uh, kudos to you man is what I saw in you is you know what um, hey, people gotta stop thinking too small you right. know what I mean when, when I sat on this thing I, uh, I didn't set out to open my restaurant. You know what I mean? This has to be life changing and it has to be inspiring for all. There's room at the table. So the first thing that I did is, you know what, um, first of all, I built relationships with an amazing developer because mm-hmm. the location, we say it matters, but it really does. Mm-hmm. But you, you have to find prime location. The other thing that you mentioned is technology. People are so behind. The yes. millennials and, and those that's coming behind them are on their apps and on their phone. They want great quality and they mm-hmm. want it fast. They want to mm-hmm. be on their phones. They want to move with technology. Mm-hmm. And so we added that to our restaurant dynamic. We went mm-hmm. as far as even implementing robots inside of our, our restaurants that assist the servers, which is a second enough, providing that great technological experience. But more so than that, it goes back to the operator themselves. You know, many people are, um, open their restaurants mm-hmm. without building uh, brand quality. And that's something that you talk a lot about on your show, right. is mm-hmm. that branding and the importance of building that value. And so they launched uh, what I call a mom and pop, and cool for them, but I believe those days are over. You have to build brand, you have to build systems, which means that you can be, in this particular situation, you can be great at cooking, right. but you can be poorly at business. Right. You, see, you have to have administrative ability. And then I've seen celebrities open restaurants, which they got a great name, but they have no system, no, uh, right. and no, um, no concept right. of knowing shelf work and, and the premium items or what have you, so they don't last. And so many people, you know, but when we deal with our franchises, we vet them all around the country. But we take them through processes because you must have a skill set and you must be able to follow the systems that are in place to make sure that everything stays in compliance, that no matter where you go at in the world, 
that you always get that consistency of that greatness that you really love. That is so important. And thank you, Doc, when you talk about this, because like I said, you know, you see wing stops out there. You see the Fud Ruckers out there. You see you see all these these hamburger places that are popping up left and right. Now, talk about that whole franchise franchisee process, because it was really important that you're not just taking their money. You're training them and doctoring them into the way this restaurant business should be run. The quality means that plate will be the same in San Francisco as it will be in Houston, Texas, as it will be in Chicago. That's where people fail. Like I said, I remember Sylvia was the bomb in New York City, Harlem. Then it went out to D.C. It expanded to Atlanta. Maybe that was it. You know, and that's where the business conversation comes in. So that's why I was excited to get you on the show. I want to be a part of putting the word out about your franchising capabilities. But let's talk about that whole thing that you talk about, that nurturing, that business nurturing that you're talking about in the whole, whole celebrity soul food franchisee model. Well, you know, one of the things, the first thing I did is that nobody can do anything great by themselves. So I went and I found the best of the best and the most elite leaders mm -hmm. in their space in this industry. And I put them on my team. Cool. So you're talking about I have a CSO, I have a CFO, I have a operations person, I have a corporate chef. I put a team together that when we bring in and we vet these franchisees from around the country, we're not just making money deals. We yeah. invest in people, which means that before we get to the liquidity and what you do and do not have, because we can assist you and help you fund your project, mm -hmm. it's first, it's about you. First of all, are you too burned out to pursue your, pursue your own dream? Yes, are you still ready to work hard mm -hmm. and to get it in? And mm -hmm. then secondly is, can you follow systems? Because sometimes people are so selfish and so self-centered, they want to do it their own way. And the reality of it is, if they could have did it their own way, they would have did it by now. But if you're going to get in a vehicle that's bigger than yourself and mm -hmm. be a part of making history, mm -hmm. you have to adhere to systems. And that's what my team is great about because we train, we invest in our franchisees, right. but only in the operators that are willing to adhere to those boundaries. Because the reality is this, it goes back to the mom and pops. You know, you can go in on Monday and let's say grandma's there and the food is amazing. But when grandma passes away, oftentimes what you find is that the kids mess it all up. The restaurant goes out of business. Mm -hmm. You know why? No systems in place and nobody could ever scale grandma. No one could never package grandma. And that takes investing and that takes time. Right. And that's what we've done. And that's what takes us to that next level. So when we invite people in, you know, we've got calls and applications. We probably get a thousand a day, really. Right. From all of people all around the world, uh, from Dubai all the way to <laughs> some of your biggest uh, theme parks mm -hmm. or whatever and your individuals. But the reality cruise is, ships, you're gonna be on cruise money. ships too. This is mm -hmm. about the passion and the love of the cuisine mm -hmm. and wanting to present this in a way to say, you know what, thank God for grandma and what is it and grandma and them and all that little stuff. Right. And let's really pay homage to it and do it right. And we're doing it the right way. Well, you know, you, you said it, you know, uh, theme parks, airports, you know. This is franchisee. This is this is the the mindset that you are under. Being able to to do a two hundred store national rollout. What is the mindset of that, Doctor Jacobs? Well, one is is that you know the mindset in it is first of all uh, unity and diversification. You know inclusion, and that's what people mess up is because they want to hold it hostage. Soul food is not a baby. It's grown. It's graduated college. It's, <laughs> it's, it's an adult, right? But you're holding it hostage, and you didn't. You don't want to share it with the world, and that's why they put it in some of those the neighborhoods that they do. But this belongs to all people. There's a story that go with this. Mm -hmm. But guess what? From all cultures can participate in it. So we crossed over. Mm -hmm. It's for African Americans, for all those yes. uh, other cultures that we're having to say. You know what? 
it's many things we may not agree about. But right. there's but one thing we can't agree about is that we can come to this table, break some amazing bread, and we definitely can be thankful for an amazing God. And that's how I'm rocking it, my friend, is that how you how you have to think yeah. is scalability. How right. you have to think is corporately, how you have to think is outside of oneself. You gotta think a big picture. And that right there, you cannot have a small mind, nor can you go into a situation where you have no vision. You have okay. to have foresight. Okay, cool. Now we got the business out the way. Now let's get to that menu. Come on, Dr. Jacob. That, <laughs> that, that menu, brother. Okay, let's start in my little favorite lane, the desserts. Are the desserts going to be consistent with every restaurant? And what are some of the desserts that we look forward to? First of all, all the way across the board, out here, <laughs> if you're in California or you walk in Florida or you walk in New Mexico, you're going to find that same dessert, those same items, just amazing. That's how we're rocking it. One of our uh, greatest uh, desserts that we have on the menu, but again, we innovate, mm-hmm. is we have our uh, our red velvet bunt cake. But what we yes. do is we infuse it with toffee, and then we are top it with 24-karat gold sprinkles uh, and an infusion of sauce with a homemade cream cheese icing uh, that, man, you know, back in the day, you used to say, want to make you stop your mom. And no, it make you go wake your mom up and say, Mama, I love you, but they beat you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> see, like I said, you know me. I see. This is what I love about you, Doctor Jacob. As soon as I said dessert, you kind of like stood up, slid to the front of your chair. Look here. Let me tell you about this, 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 this butt red velvet butt cake, a little toffee, in it, little cream cheese on top. Make you want to slap your mom. Now let's slide over to one of my favorites because I, I don't eat meat as much as I used to. I still eat me a good some good meat now, but I love veggies. Somehow veggies have become part of my brand now. I, I would throw down so. So you had vegetarians and you had vegans. Explain the difference in that and how would it be presented on your menus? Okay, so take for instance, um, you know, uh, the, the vegan dynamic. First of all, one of the key items that many people who are traditionalists don't know about is like uh, an amazing product called jackfruit. Right. What we do is with, with jackfruit is that we, you know, we jerk it. Everybody mm-hmm. know what that means. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We create a drug with it. But what we do is we don't just put a plate it. We don't, we don't, we don't just put it on there. We don't just uh, top it with veggies or things of that nature. What we do is we have what's called a stuffed pineapple bowl where we carve out the pineapple. Uh, we fillet it, carve it out, roast it all. Uh, then we, we serve it over a perlo or a roll of rice. Uh, and then we infuse that uh, topping with the giant drip fruit. Uh, and we create our homemade, what's called boss, uh, barbecue sauce yes, or a sauce of choice. I mean, we do mumbo sauce and so many others. And we uh, atop that item or what have you. And you can have a vegan item, but it's, it's second to none. I mean, we're not, you're not eating on just normal plating. Everything is innovative. You know, right. uh, you have that, of course. And then for our vegetarians, I mean, uh, we have so many uh, vegetable items. Yes. Uh, you know, you can have your collard greens, but this is where Ooh. it gets really deep is that uh, you don't need pork. You, you, you really don't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All you want to do is make sure you have the flavor. So the way we, we prep and prepare our greens, you can still have an amazing uh, green experience without all the fat, without all the meat product in it so that you can still enjoy yourself. Uh, and then, my friend, you, then you're taking it to the next level uh, when it comes to uh, vegan and vegetarian and then also our traditions. I mean, quite naturally, we have the oxtails, but these oxtails, man, is a mixture <laughs> between the South and our Caribbean brothers and sisters in the uh, Caribbean and bridging that gap. So you're talking about creating a, a, a roasted and uh, braised oxtail with a demi-glaze that are second to none that you yourself can be at your office right now on the show and you can keep that same suit on, grab your friend and go out to dinner and have an amazing time and come right back and do another show because you don't feel heavy, right. you don't feel lethargic and that you just had uh, one of Grandma 2.0 
best meals uh, in the country. And that's what I love about it. This is what I get excited. See, see, first of all, see, see, this is the funny part. I'm glad there's no video because first of all, when we start talking about dessert, he slid to the front of his chair, okay? Then he started talking about the oxtail. He went to the side. He kind of like turned to the side. You know, an oxtail with that demi glaze. Rashawn, when you go out for lunch, you come back out. You won't be heavy about it. See, I'm loving this whole interview and this is what I want to want you to do. I'm going to need some video because I'm going to do some simulcast screens, simul screens with you so yes, people sir. can show what you're talking about because see, you're so descriptive. They actually need to see a photo so we can get people fired up about everything that you're doing. But the last part about it that really was key to me was that you want to cater to a diverse crowd. What exactly does that mean? Well, you know, one of the things that I mean is, first of all, sometimes people think when they're saying diverse, let me first correct this, they're thinking it's about ethnicity. But right. the first thing of it is, it's different walks of life. Right. People have health issues now. People of different age and different dietary needs, mm -hmm. what have you. Guess what? We can adhere and, and meet those needs because before you get the vegan, vegetarian or authenticity, what about the people who has to be gluten free? You know, right. there's so many elements to people's lives. But guess what? You can still come to our restaurant. Now, who can say that in this world that you can go to a soul food restaurant mm -hmm. and need gluten free or vegan, vegetarian, or you can build traditions all in one place? Mm -hmm. The second thing of it is when it comes to our prime locations and how we choose, we put our restaurants in prime areas that a diverse market can come there, meaning it's not secluded to one side of the tracks. It's right. not uh, put in one area for one type of people. This is about everybody. Yes. I don't care all the way yes. from Pookie to Sam. Yes. You can come here to our right. restaurant. Mm -hmm. But watch this. When you come in, you're going to know you're in a celebrity. You're going to know that we have invested and we're saying if you've come to spend your hard working money, mm -hmm. we're going to make sure that we provide prime service to our people because people deserve that. And Rashad, that's what's missing in this world. Before we get to the food, where's the service going? Where's right. the customer service? Right. People deserve that. People right. are hurting. People are spending their last. My God, if somebody come in your establishment to spend money, to, to invest back into you, service your community. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're about. All of our franchisees and us as a corporate office, we don't just take from our community. We go in and we change our community. We become a catalyst of change there, meaning we help the sports teams. We help our first responders. We help those who are disenfranchised. So I'm excited about our philanthropy work that we're doing as well. So, you know, for me, I get real passionate about it is because it's about time. I mean, this 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 right here is past due. And yes. I'm so thankful that I'm young enough yes. and that I have enough strength in me. Yes. And I'm thankful to God enough mm -hmm. that I'm still here to say, you know what? I'm going to help lead this charge and I'm going to do all that I can. Cool. This show is called MoneyMakingConversation.com. The reason it's called that because I bring entrepreneurs like you on the show. You're a franchisee, 200 uh, restaurant rollout plan. Tell us how individuals who listen to the show or see the show can get in touch with you. Well, the great news of it is, right, is that I do want to announce I mean, you're talking about we have over 40 restaurants that are in development. We're all the way from Atlanta, Valdosta, Florida, Tennessee, Utah, uh, Mexico, California, and we're coming all over the map. So yes. first of all, we are well on target to hit our 200 store rollout. But for those, man, and I do want to say that if you're serious, if you're saying, listen, it's about time for me to move into something that's greater than myself, and I need a team behind me, I need a partnership, I don't need a handout, but I just need somebody that can help me and support me and build some systems around me that I can do what I am passionate about. You can call us. Go on our website, celebritiessoulfood.com mm -hmm. or celebrities uh, with the YS, mm -hmm. soulfoodfranchise.com. And all the information is there. Contact our office, our admin team, 
uh, would be happy to vet and to take them through the program. Mm -hmm. uh, but the last thing for me, Rashad, is one of my famous dishes that I just want to put out there, and I'm definitely going to see the video that we're known for. And uh, you know, everybody loves that fried chicken, right? Come on, Dad. So we get what's called 24 carat in, uh, infused gold chicken wings. That's second to none. I can't wait to feed them to you. <laughs> That's going to be your one day you can have you some. No, no, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to give you some black eyed peas and some gold wings. Come on. Now, here's the deal. I'm based in Atlanta. So you know, I heard you say about a franchise in Atlanta. I also live in Houston. So when the franchise opens here, let me know so we make a big deal. I got my social media. I hit it up. I put it in my, uh, I got 90,000 fan club members. I put that in there just to promote. So my whole thing is that this is not a one interview off. You know, I came on your show. I met you many years ago when Steve Harvey and I were doing a concert tour in Jacksonville, Florida. Then I, you invited me on your radio show. You said, hey, Rashawn, this is my future. It's going to happen. It's happening. So I'm part of that journey, Dr. Jacobs. So when it starts happening in Atlanta, let me know. If it starts happening in Houston, let me know. When it starts happening anywhere, let me know because of the fact that I have something called Rushan Eats on my Facebook where I publicize outstanding restaurants around the country, take about 10 pictures so people get excited about it, show videos and create little videos. So I'm just telling you, I am 100% going to support your brand and 100% I believe in you and thank you for coming on my show. Let me know, Rushan. I said I was going to do it. God has helped me. Now I'm, now I'm doing the work that he's enabling me to do to make this dream come true. And I'm going to help you all the way. Okay, Dr. Jacobs? Thank you, sir, for having me. And again, <laughs> thank you for remembering uh, the day that we met. And mm -hmm. I'm so glad and so thankful to God that you're a part of my story, my friend. Because again, you play a big part of changing my life, man. So I'll see you at the top. Absolutely. If you want to hear more Money Making Conversation interviews, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host.